<clears throat> good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Actually, we're working with Zen and relationships and slowly segueing <clears throat> into value centered relationships. And what does that mean? <clears throat> Excuse me, value centered relationships. Does it mean imposing? some values on our relationships? No. Does it mean I'm, does it mean to rigidly hold to shoulds and shouldn'ts? No, not at all. Value-centered relationships is based in a very, very beautiful and different basis. It's something my work has evolved to and is evolving to. As a therapist for so many years, <clears throat> and as a practitioner, and blah, 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 I've had all different kinds of training experience and adventures. And you know what? I? It seems to me when we see so much suffering these days, <clears throat> and we stop a moment and say, what is the cause of the suffering? Or beyond what is the cause, where does this suffering manifest? <clears throat> What 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 triggers it? Where does it erupt? And of course, it's very easy to see that it erupts most commonly in our relationships. And we're always having some kind of relationship with someone, the doorman, the postman. Well, we don't have postmen so much anymore, but they're there. God bless each one of them and everybody who helps each other. The doctors, the boyfriend, the husband, whatever it is, the wife, the friends, the partners, wherever we turn, family, wherever we turn, we're in relationship with someone at many, many moments of our lives, people at work, wherever. And that is where the struggle is obvious, the disappointment, the competition, the aggression, whatever is going on, pops up, pops up, pops up. Now, this is not to judge any of it, not to say any of it is bad. Is it unpleasant? Yes. Does it cause suffering tremendously? <clears throat> does it spoil the quality of our day often? Does it, does it disrupt the ability to be connected and to love each other? Yes. So value relationship-centered relationships is based upon the principle and the fact that what is going to give us the most fulfillment, joy, meaning, you name it, in our life will come in our relationships, even our relationship with ourself, with the day. And it will come when we are feeling at one, when we're feeling loving not upset, 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 disappointed, controlling, all those many, 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 many feelings which erupt normally. Because our relationships normally are not based upon anything in particular. They're, they just happen. I call them happenstance. We meet someone, boom, 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 we get triggered. A wind comes, it's like a leaf gets blown off the tree. <clears throat> They're more or less automatic, reactive experiences. And we react with our conditioning, with what we want, what's going to work for me. So many people say, well, I'm through with this relationship. It just doesn't meet my needs. So obviously in that case, that relationship 
was dedicated to meeting that person's needs. Okay. <clears throat> many of us, many of us are in that position for many, many years in our lives. It's using another person to meet our needs. It's turning someone else into an object to be used, really, to meet my needs. How can that ultimately ever bring fulfillment or happiness? <clears throat> it ultimately cannot. It cannot because we're really trespassing upon the other person. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> we're not seeing that other person as a person, but as someone, as I said, to be used, to meet, make, make me happy, make me look good, meet my needs, be kind to me, blah, blah, blah. The list is endless, endless, endless. And that's what value-centered relationships is all about. It's about taking a look and seeing what is our relationship based upon. It's a, quite an exploration, and it's fascinating. What is it really based upon? There's many things it's based upon. And will, will that ever, ever, ever evolve into real fulfillment, joy, safety, security, whatever it is we want? sense of oneness. It will not if it's based upon the wrong pillars. You know, I often say you would never build a building without a strong foundation. You get an architect or someone who can design the building, you know where to put the pillars, how to build a foundation. You know how to build that building. So then when a storm comes, it won't just crash down. If the building isn't built upon a strong foundation, if the pillars aren't in the right place, it cannot withstand the many storms which will come. And that's a wonderful analogy for relationships as well. But we don't even bother <laughs> thinking about the foundation for our relationships or how to build them or how to make them able to withstand the many storms which have to come. They have to come. It's the nature of life. But they don't have to be storms. They can actually make the building stronger and make the relationships stronger. And that's what this is dedicated to to building our relationships on a, on a foundation that will provide growth, shelter, kindness, love, security. Make, it, make the relationship into a home for all who enter. And I don't mean just your relationship with your significant others. No, no. I mean with everyone, with everyone. Another one of the pillars of this new way of being this practice is a practice which I'm developing and I'm loving. And one of the pillars of it is everyone you meet is your teacher in what it means to love. Love. What is that word even? It's a, it's a koan. It's a relationship koan. We use that word love very, very freely, not having the faintest idea what it really, really is what love really is. We think if we need someone very much, we love them. No, no, no. You don't love them. You need them. That's a huge difference. We think if that person makes me so excited and so happy. Wow, that's love. No, no, no. It's not love. It's excitement. And we go to a teaching which says from Kabir, which says to us, a feeling that is here one minute and gone the next cannot be called love. This program is based upon the teachings of timeless teachings 
all the centuries, all the different scriptures, all the practices, the religions, they're all actually pointing to the same pillars of truth. And it is very beautiful to discover this. There are eternal, timeless, unshakable truths about life, about happiness, about relationships, about healing. And they appear, as I said, in all the world's scriptures and teachings. And what a wonderful, amazing foundation that is to build our relationships on. And that's what this program is about. I'm going to offer podcasts on it, maybe some teachings on YouTube, we'll see. I've been doing some workshops on Zoom online, and people are really, really benefiting. That's what I'm loving to seeing this, so much benefit, so much benefit. Some therapists are using it with their clients. You know, therapy is very good to have someone to work with on your issues and on life. It's indispensable at times, but many, many, unfortunately, therapeutic systems can make the problem worse. They can make us more and more self-absorbed, all about me, 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 and that's never going to bring you any happiness of any long range. Some, Not all the systems, but some of them, and maybe I could say maybe many of them, can create dependencies There are many, many aspects, and I know because I practice as a therapist for maybe 40 years, so I know what I'm talking about. not saying it's, well, I'm saying it's not going in the right direction many times. And I do feel that this is a different direction, a radically different direction, not only to most therapeutic systems, but to the way we all view our relationships. And you know what? I'm practicing this myself. So I take the timeless principles and I create different interventions or different actions. You could call them turning points, different ways of perceiving, different ways of responding. And then we practice these different ways in each encounter that comes along. So you will see for yourself the effect that these different interventions have on you, on the other one, on the relationship. They're very simple, they're fun, they're easy to do. Very easy to do and extremely beneficial. So as I see how much benefit is coming, I am very much moved to work on this more and more because I, I'm basically I didn't realize it. Actually, you know, one hardly knows oneself. But I never realized it, but I'm basically a very practical person. Meaning I like to see, I need to see the higher principles actually lived day to day in our life, in the moment, in our encounter. I love philosophy. I always have since I was a young person, since high school. Love, love, love studying the higher principles, the teachings. But it's always also really disturbed me when I see somebody saying one thing or believing one thing and then it has not been absorbed in their life. They're not living it. It hasn't been integrated. It's as if there's a split within us, many, many of us. And again, there's no judgment here. I too am subject to it and I have been. And and my life has been really dedicated to integrating 
what I believe, what I say, and what I do, and what I do. So if we actually begin to do these principles, learn them, know them, understand their benefit, and then do them, our own life and the life of all of those we encounter will be set on a different foundation. Even if the other person doesn't go along with it, it doesn't matter. Actually, we never try to change anybody else in this process. Never. <clears throat> it's not our right. Who are we to change anyone? We work with our own self. <clears throat> and here is a very important principle that that is based upon. And, and once we really get this principle, everything shifts. And this is the principle. In order to be happy, to be fulfilled, to feel our life is rich and meaningful, we do not have to be loved. We have to be loving. We have to learn how to be loving in a true sense and know what that means. Now, that is a radical turnaround from the way most of us feel, have been trained, believe, well, he doesn't love me. When am I going to find my soulmate? When am I going to, when am I going to find this or that or the other thing that's going to make me feel loved? L-O-V-E-D. Meaningful, worthwhile, lovable. That's the search. It's a, it's a misguided search. It's a misguided search because even if someone is able to really love you, you won't be happy. You'll be dependent upon them. You'll be, you won't have a true sense of worth. It comes from somebody else. You could lose them and you'll go right back to square one. What will make you happy inevitably is to learn the principles of true love, what that really is all about, as opposed to, I call it counterfeit love or the myths about love. To learn, really learn what real love is, and then practice practice it, implement it, take these interventions, find ways of actually doing it every day in our lives. So that is what value-based relationships, value-centered relationships is all about. Gave you a nice taste of it right now. Think about it a bit. It's very, very beautiful, really, and um, it's very simple. And we'll, we'll go over different ones, different podcasts. If you want to know more, you can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. I will offer a workshop again on Zoom, going over it, where we can interact, talk, answer questions. And down the road, I probably will do practice sessions online so we, again, can interact with these principles and practice them. There are many principles, many, many, and many interventions to learn, and you pick the ones that resonate with you as we start and go along, and then it grows from there. So thank you for listening. Take a look. Take a look at your relationships. Take a look at how much you want to be loved and what you will do to get it. <laughs> and then for a few moments, take a look at what it would be mean to just turn that around. And rather than be loved by that person, be loving to that person. Very important turnaround. Very. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Bye-bye.